Are you guys mad that I changed the opening theme song? I hate when podcasts change stuff. It like really upsets me. I put on the old theme song and it just like made me sick. I don't know. New theme song. Hope y'all like it. This might be my favorite episode of all time. I can't verbalize why, but I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Feeling a little low energy today, but it's a good show. I got you. The breakdown of the show is current events, current events. The conspiracy section. This might be my favorite conspiracy section of all time. It's a little more light than usual, but it's very, very, very deep. What we're watching and doing, then wrapping up the show with announcements and shout outs. just get right into it current events oh yes only the nerdiest of the nerdy is gonna know what this is from are you a nerd here we go what is this from Yes, Eddie Vedder with Hard Sun. And that song is, of course, from the movie, The Book Into the Wild. I got hated on for uh, liking that song. I stand by that song. From NME.com, the abandoned bus popularized by the book and film Into the Wild has been removed as a public safety measure. Alexander Supertramp, if you're nasty. 
The bus, which set in the wilds of Alaska, was a popular tourist attraction for adventurous travelers due to its location in an area with unpredictable weather and no phone signal. God forbid no phone signal. Its danger as a tourist attraction has meant many tourists have become trapped or injured there, and the death by starvation of tourists, I wouldn't call him a tourist, Christopher McCandless, at the location in 1992 was the inspiration for Into the Wild. A statement from the guard revealed that the bus was moved with a helicopter. It was. I saw the video on Twitter. Looked like they were using big magnets. I'm not sure. And they safely removed a suitcase belonging to the family of Christopher McCandless. Interesting. Basically, people were dying while trying to get there. And lots of resources were being used, like, uh, you know, rescue personnel and gas for the helicopters and all that. And they were like, pull that shit. That movie's definitely worth a rewatch. I saw it once when it came out. Actually, I think I might read it. Then watch the movie, actually. Definitely worth a revisit. Moving on, here's another one. Almost Famous movie anniversary. The cast of Almost Famous are reuniting for the film's 20th anniversary this year on James Andrew Miller's Origins podcast. The sixth chapter of Cadence 13's Origin podcast series, sorry if I said that wrong, Origins, Almost Famous Turns 20, will be hosted by James Andrew Miller, along with cast members, writer-director Cameron Crowe, will discuss the film. A semi-autobiographical account of his career as a teenage writer for Rolling Stone and reflect on its cultural impact and legacy. I'm definitely going to check out. I mean, it looks like pretty much everyone's going to be there. This episode will air July 8th. Origins podcast series. Okay. Okay, here we go. The conspiracy section. This is pretty darn interesting. Everything I pretty much had to say about conspiracy and the way I view the world is in the last two 
current events episode, so go back and listen if you're new to the show. Got a couple clips here of Dave Chappelle. Here he is talking a little bit about Martin Lawrence, another comic that he's friends with. This is kind of in the vein of Hollywood, right? We talk about the Illuminati, Harvey Weinstein. Here's Dave Chappelle. Martin Lawrence was in that chair. We talked about Blue Streak. I love that. He played a role in your life, I believe. How do you feel about him as a person, as an artist? Martin Lawrence is the guy that showed everybody you can make it from D.C. to Hollywood. I had a personal stake in his success. Every time he did something, it made me feel inspired and really good. And he was always real nice to me. He'd sit me down, what's going on with you, baby boy? What, what? We'd talk about comedy, whatever. You know, when we did Blue Streak, we were promoting it, and Martin had a stroke. He almost died. And then after that, I saw him, and I was like, oh my God, Martin, are you okay? And he said, I got the best sleep I ever got in my life. That's how tough he is. So let me ask you this. What is happening in Hollywood that a guy that tough will be on the street waving a gun, screaming, they are trying to kill me? Yeah. What's going on? Why is Dave Chappelle going to Africa? Why does Mariah Carey make a $100 million deal and take clothes off on TRL? It, a weak person cannot get to sit here and talk to you. Ain't no weak people talking to you. So what is happening in Hollywood? Nobody knows. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy is dismissive. I don't understand this person. So they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. Here's Dave again talking about walking away from a $55 million contract for season three of The Chappelle Show. He went to Africa for a little bit if you were following his career at the time. Nobody knows. Nobody remembers that I walked away from the show twice last season. Nobody asked about it. Nobody asked about that. One of these magazines, Newsweek, it's a very credible magazine. And they're saying, um, you know, maybe I smoke crack. And it was all innuendo. And, and the magazine as credible as Newsweek. I was very surprised that, that this was happening. And then I got to make some real choices, man. Is that what I want for myself? You know, is it going to get to the point where I'm doing a strip tease on TRL or waving a gun on the street <laughs> saying they're trying to kill me? No, I'm not going to let it get to that point. I'm going to go to Africa. I'm going to find a way to. I'm going to find a way to be myself, man. I gotta. You know, you'd like to be in the movies, but it, to to act or to entertain or to, it's a need that maybe a lot of your friends don't even understand. But you got that need, and you have your dreams. There's only six studios, man. There's only six agencies, man. This is a small, controlled thing, and I don't like having to beg for the spotlight, man. It, the, you know, the machine is good for us and we good for the machine and it should be, should be fair, man. Dave Chappelle, a class act. One of my favorite entertainers. Man, I remember when Chappelle's show came out. Oh my God. I have every episode on DVD. I remember when he went to Africa. I remember everything. I've been following his career since Half-Baked. Genius. And I don't use that word lightly. Dave Chappelle is a genius. This is the story responsible for getting me out of bed today.
so next for the conspiracy section. I feel like I should warn you guys. Yummy, yummy. Yeah, you got the yummy, 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 yummy. This is heavy. And if some of you are teetering on the line of, do I believe all of this or do I not? This might tip you over the edge to a believer. A believer. Oh my God. I'm a, I'm a believer. You got that yummy, yum, the yummy, yum, the yummy, yummy. Okay, this story's been around for a while. It dropped in about January, and then boom, coronavirus. It's always with the coronavirus. The Illuminati fucked up your summer. Damn. If you don't feel that, I don't know what's up. Keep me on the rise. Lost control of myself, I'm compromised. You're incriminating. Alright, I don't know how to say this, so I'm just gonna jump in and say this. Some people believe that the music video for Justin Bieber's Yummy is him communicating that he was possibly sexually abused while growing up in the industry and to possibly shed light on the possible child sexual abuse and sex trafficking within the entertainment industry. Yep. That's where we're at. Okay, to get us where we need to be, here's a little clip of Justin talking about Billie Eilish. Eilish? I'm sorry, I think it's Eilish. Uh, she's young and in the entertainment industry, pop singer. Her videos have hella symbolism in them. And I'm not talking bad about uh, occult symbolism at all. I mean, I'm obsessed with this shit. But if you look at a Billie Eilish video, it's filled with references and symbolism and classic <laughs> MKUltra Illuminati mind control, if you will. Some people say, I don't know if that's true. Here's Justin talking about Billie Eilish. I just want to protect her, you know? I don't want her to go through anything I went through. Justin Bieber doesn't want Billie Eilish to lose it like he did. Yeah, if she ever needs me, I'm I'm just a call away. It was hard for me being that young and being in the industry and not knowing where to turn and everyone, you know, telling me they love me and, you know, just turn their back on you in a second. Um, so if she ever needs me, I'm going to be here for her. But, but yeah, just protecting those moments because people take for granted uh, encounters and um, I just want to protect her. Okay, so let's just keep it moving quickly with the conspiracy section. I'm just going to do a very quick, like, paragraph-long thing of the Yummy video. Things that I and other people on the internet have noticed. And then you guys can watch it. Okay, very quick rundown of the video. Okay, the video starts out. It was dropped January 4th of this year. Yes, this was very interesting. Actually, I was following this pretty closely and then boom, coronavirus. The week leading up to the release of the Yummy song and video, Justin Bieber, what's his name? Justin Bieber posted mini pics on his Instagram social media accounts of babies in like these weird positions with the word yummy 
in font that looked like pizza, right? People were very grossed out. They were calling him Illuminati. They were calling him, you know, that he was a child abuser, you know, in the industry. So regular listeners, are you picking up what I'm putting down? So then boom, coronavirus, I forgot all about it. Last night, I came upon this theory and checked it out and it looks, it approved, it made the show, y'all. There's two types of people on the internet that talk about Yummy. There's people that call it the worst song and worst video ever and make fun of him the whole time through it. And the other people think that there's a lot of coding and that he's trying to communicate these things through the video. Some people speculate that he was possibly abused by his first manager, L.A. Reid, who was quoted as saying about the 14-year-old Justin Bieber that he was, quote, beautiful like a woman. Because people who aren't plugged into this Hollywood conspiracy reality, you look at Justin Bieber's video and it just, it looks like a pop video. But if you're plugged into this whole Hollywood sex trafficking conspiracy, like holy shitness, the video is a work of art and it's genius. <laughs> and you know, the, those are the two sides of the video. You either see it one way or you see it the other. and. There's really no in-between, I would say. All right, so let's go. The Yummy video. Very, very brief. It's like not even a paragraph. Let's go. Boom. Y'all can watch it on your own. Here's just some things that uh, have been noticed. Okay, so the video opens. Justin walks in to this really glamorous place where, like, elite people are hanging out. It looks like a very extravagant party, maybe, like, of elites. It immediately shows us children on the stage that are entertaining the elites. They're playing instruments. You guys picking it up? The children are entertaining the elites. Justin sits down. Feedback happens, right? The There's something wrong. Something's not right. Everybody kind of looks at each other. Feedback, right? It's saying something's not right. To me, I don't know. Or maybe they were just like, oh, throw feedback in. I don't know. It could mean nothing. <laughs> okay, so Justin's sitting there with the rich elites at tables. Uh, it focuses in on specific elites. Do any of these people look familiar? Do any of these people seem to maybe loosely represent anyone in our reality? I don't know if they do. Take a look. Okay, moving on. It's a party. Then Justin's cute self, right? Drops the beat, starts smiling and singing, and then you're hypnotized. I am. Okay. So he's dressed very casual. His hair is dyed pink, maybe that like a child would be dressed, you know. They are feasting on food. The food is disgusting on purpose. It's like jello with fish in it. It's all distorted, perverted, right? They're all eating it and enjoying it. Justin is eating it as well. He kind of looks like, is he enjoying it or is he acting like he's enjoying it? I'm not sure. He's glad-handing, eating the shitty food, smiling, seems to be acting a little fake. P.S. I was going to be Orson Welles for Halloween. I'm gonna be Justin Bieber in Yummy Video. And I'm gonna learn the dance routine. That's my goal by Halloween. Moving on, there's a scene where he seems a little flirty with this older man, pans to the older man. The man seems to be enjoying it, liking it. What is Justin communicating? Food is being eaten in a distorted way or a perverted way, right? Then the dance scene, love it. There's also, this is interesting. There's times in the video when his face gets distorted. People on the internet have speculated that maybe this is how 
it might have looked to someone who was maybe drugged and then abused, maybe looking at someone's faces. Maybe that's what he remembers. Maybe that's a trigger, right? Or not. These are just theories. These could be total coincidences for realties. All right, the lights go down. He drops some clothes. Things get a little sexual. Okay, the video closes with Justin sitting at a table alone in the dark. There's stuff on the floor, right? There was a party. Lights are out. There's an older man in the back, still eating. What does that mean? And then there's another man in the back right, who some people believe it's supposed to be L.A. Reed, Justin's old manager, who some believe possibly abused Justin when he was a child. Also, if you remember at the beginning of the video, if you watch the video, there's children entertaining the elites, and one of the girls has on a very, very unique and specific red pantsuit thing. I, I don't know what it's called. It's red and it's got pants. At the end, when Justin is sitting there in the dark, you know, the aftermath, that red pantsuit is draped over a chair very casually or almost is thrown there during an assault of some kind. Or not. And the video closes with a piece of cake being shown. And then it seems as if the cake got eaten. And then it shows us a very tween, right? Maybe 12-year-old something. Justin Bieber's face with yummy written underneath it. So there you go. Yummy analysis and interpretation. Okay, moving on with the Justin Bieber thing. Skrillex and Diplo. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> Where are you now with Justin Bieber? Quickly, that music video has very interesting things in it. Okay, let me think. Anything else on Justin? Oh, yes. This is the last thing. Um, <laughs> you won't really be able to hear what I'm talking about in the clip, but I'm going to play it for you anyway, because hopefully you guys will look it up, because you have to see it. So, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I guess he, like, <laughs> live feeds church services or some shit. I don't know. And it seems nice because he can, like, interact with his fans, and I'm sure it really cheers them up, and that's awesome. So while he was like live streaming or whatever on his Instagram, a fan asked him, touch your hat if all of the conspiracy stuff is true. And right after that, he touched his hat and moved his hat around and this and that. And everybody was like, oh my God.
So here's, so you have to look it up on YouTube or wherever, but here's just a clip of it. Please hear this, endurance? How about these words right now in this pandemic? Suffering, endurance, knowing that suffering, watch this, suffering produces endurance. Okay, anything else on conspiracy? Okay, quickly, let's wrap up the show, what we're watching and doing. <sighs> Just living. <music> Announcements and shout outs. Dancing with the Stars is definitely happening. Me and Mom are doing Dancing with the Stars analysis and interpretation. The most popular of all of our shows. It's very bizarre. <laughs> it's so much fun. Look for that in September, October. Thank you to the regular listeners. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are all over the world. I'm just so happy about it. I'm happy that you're happy. Really. Uh, I took myself off social media for a bit. Could be a day, could be a year, I really don't know. Just unplugging. Uh, tell your friends. Monoono.com. M-O-N-O-O-N-N-O.com. People can just find me by that way. Word of mouth. I think that's it. 